This is the PJ and Jim in the Morning Catch-Up Podcast. Catch PJ and Jim live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 a.m. on Classic Hits. Yeah, another one of PJ's uh, pop buddies to start us off, Nick Kershaw. Wouldn't it be good? He you only and, likes you. You and 80s pop stars, eh? You have a weird love-hate relationship. I th- yeah, I, I'm, I'm mad about them. They think they seem to think I'm a right tosser. Every time we talk to them, we never get on well with them that, at all. That's a reunion comeback kind of show you'd really want to see, isn't it? Paul Young, Nick Kershaw, and Jake Stevens. Oh, Legends of the 80s Even though Okay fair enough Jake wasn't really around Till the 90s But you know what I mean Jake was like 15 (laughs) In the end of the 80s That's how that'll do Anyway how are you big man Ah you know yourself Not so bad Have you you bought your shares In mouthwash companies No I have a funny feeling Something Some sort of turn Will be taken on this I think Uh, But it's gas isn't it Uh, That's uh, one surefire way Of making sure that uh, Wherever people are shopping today I suspect there'll be a severe lack of mouthwash all yeah. of a sudden. Mouthwash has become the new toilet roll. Has, hasn't it? Yeah. <laughs> I wonder if this, um, the, the, so, like the experiments were in any way funded by Listerine or something like that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, in case you missed it, just that's what Tara was saying. A bit of a throwaway story at the moment or whatever, but saying that um, well, someplace in Cardiff, was it University, University of Cardiff? Cardiff? Yeah, they were doing tests and uh, they found that them. Um, Mouthwash, like you know, over in lab the counter. Conditions. Uh, well, yeah, but the, yeah. that replicates. You know, the human nose and Spit. mouth can kill coronavirus in thirty seconds. Boom. You know what I mean? But you never that. You know, it's like I, the domestos ad. But please don't do a Donald Trump and go injecting it into yourself or anything. Like it's not, it's not yeah. a cure. It hasn't been tested on humans. But my God, that's not going to stop people. I tell you, it'll become. It's like like bread was and toilet roll was. There'll be a mouthwash shortage, a mouthwash oh, surge. It wouldn't be a, the worst thing to happen now with some people going well, around. <laughs> the old smelly breath that does be walking around sometimes. It wouldn't be, be a bad idea. To be fair. It's a good rumour to spread, even if it wasn't true. <laughs> so welcome along, folks. Thank you for waking up happy with PJ and GMO. 87188 If you want to give us a shout, what is it? Almost 11 minutes past six on this Tuesday. I have a good feeling about the birthdays for oh, you today, big man. that's nice. I think there are two significant birthdays in there. Oh? Ooh! Tina Turner, what's love got to do with it? Almost 14 minutes past six on this uh, Tuesday, 17th of November. Thank you for waking up happy with PJ and Jim. About to take on the birthdays for this 17th of November. As I say, I have a good feeling there's a couple of uh, significant birthdays in here. It could be a Dave Cockamillish yeah. for PJ Gallagher. Let's get that done. Let's okay. get that into us now. Right, okay, let's start with Danny DeVito. Oh, Danny DeVito, is this signal? No, is this no. Ah, no, no, yeah. no. This is just a normal birthday for old Danny DeVito. Well, I suppose he he ages in dog years, doesn't he? Uh, I, think, I think there's something funny going on there. I think he's 7 to 1 or something like that. So he's like 346 or something like that. Yeah! Yeah, he's around that mark. Uh, but um, remember we were talking about Taxi? He was in that as well. I remember a few That's weeks back. Such a great what, show. What was this? Whose birthday was it that brought made us? Um, it was your man in this. Your man who was in Independence Day. I can't think of his name I can't think of his name Let's not go down that wormhole Your man that I thought was Cockeye from Marsh It's Hawkeye Oh jeepers (laughs) You're very protective over Cockeye (laughs) For some reason Anyway Danny DeVito was in it Uh, Yeah it was a great show And one of those soundtracks Remember the two of us were bobbling along Listening to the soundtrack Uh, It was great There was a a very sort of a 
a sort of a Hill Street Blues vibe before Hill Street Blues had ever right, come yeah. along. Years it's, before. It's like a happy version of Hill Street Blues <laughs> set in a completely different city. Correct. It's great, though. Yeah, the similarities are endless. Uh, oh, no, they were both New York, actually. Wasn't Hill Street Blues? Was that Chicago or New York? Oh. Again, another wormhole we should probably best avoid. And literally no reason for me to be going down it. You're right. I gotta say, Danny DeVito is like, uh, oh, he's like 73 now. Oh, not bad. Really? Almost off to a flyer. 76. Ah. Right, let's get one in the bag. Here's the first of your uh, significant birthdays. Chat show host, Jonathan Ross. Oh, Jonathan Ross. Yeah. I mean, it's amazing. Like, he's a big, big TV star. Yeah, right, Jonathan very Ross. much so. But it's mad to think that his chat show seems really sort of second place. Oh, it does. Seems very, massively inferior to the Grey Norton. Norton. Oh, yeah, that absolutely is. And once upon a time, those, that would have been a totally different, a total switch around. Yeah. Jonathan Ross would have been the, the bigger main star. Man. Yeah, he was like uh, coming in as the new sort of Lispy Wogan or something like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. And then, um, But Norton just blew it out of the water. He didn't help himself, though, doing the thing with Andrew Sachs. Remember yeah. back in the day, that kind of wrecked him a little bit. It yeah. kind of blew his reputation. Him and, uh, him Russell and, Brand. Yeah, Russell Brand got away with it. Yeah, you see, that's... Yeah. He Russell Brand is it. one of those people that, you know, if you're on... If you're one of his sort of satellites, you're in for trouble. Yeah. He, he himself, though, will remain relatively He's grand, yeah. <laughs> he just sort of runs it, storms the whole place. Yeah. Makes it if you If you marry him or become a friend of his... It doesn't end well. It might be a ropey road. And then he just cocks on and cocks <laughs> up somebody else's life. You know what I mean? Everybody, people worship him. I think he's an awful pain in the backside, man. I, I have to confess, I do find him kind of really? entertaining. Although God, I've I no idea whether what he's saying is kind of yeah, it's garbage. Makes any sense? Just like I'm going to frame this in an amazingly intelligent-sounding way while avoiding absolutely any point whatsoever, so you never really understand if I know what I'm talking about, which I don't. <laughs> uh, Although I tell you what is good. He did a. He did a. Sta- I think it might have been a Netflix special, a stand-up Netflix special. He did. Yeah. And it's it's um. Is it called Messiah Complex or something like that? Oh, or he definitely has something one of them. like that. But it actually, it's very clever. It comes to well, to, comes together really well in the end. It's actually worth a watch. Yeah, yeah, worth a watch. I'd love to know who wrote that from. <laughs> uh, I say, uh, who, who are we guessing? John Jonathan Ross. Ross. John Ross is like uh, fifty-four. No, he's be sixty. Sixty G. I said it was a significant birthday. You didn't say that. I did right at the start. Oh, for God's sake. <laughs> I said the first of your significant per I'll go again. Right, look, Give there's still time. Oh, there's still God. time. Oh, yeah, yeah. Right, oh, what yeah, about... I've, I've what? shot myself in the mickey already here. <laughs> what about uh, Martin Scorsese? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Who keeps casting Elfellas as Youngfellas now. Uh, who keeps casting one of your... your one of your favourites. Did you see The Irishman? Yeah. What did you think of it? I thought it was... I thought it was grand. The most overrated pile of too long, ridiculous It was very nonsense. long. It was very long. I, like, di- I didn't hate it, though. Some people hated it. I didn't hate it, but yeah. I was like, this is just really overrated. Yeah, yeah. And there was times in it where De Niro, he tried to hide that De Niro was like a proper pensioner. The war, yeah. When he the po- fight scene on the street when is the worst. When he takes a man out of the shop and back Yeah. That he, was embarrassing. And he looks like an elf who's tripping over stamping on a cigarette. <laughs> yeah. It was absolutely... It looks like a lad chasing a pigeon. Doesn't it? <laughs> an elf like, get out of here, he's at the tiger. I, 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 I dropped a the fiver. La- the last of me cigarettes. Yeah, and the pigeon's running off on a fiver and he's trying Laughing to catch at him. It was brutal. That was, yeah. That was the one that sticks out in my mind as, as the scene that was like, oh dear. Jeepers. Oh my God. They're not even trying. Stop. Oh my God. Don't do it. Cut just... 
Cut that scene, will you? There's no such thing as an 82-year-old f- a tough you know, guy dressed I kind up. of think, could they not have just panned away and left the sounds of a beating or yes, something? Yes, exactly. <laughs> and the faces of, oh, oh, you know, all of yeah. that. Because poor L, I mean, poor L, Robbie, like, I'm not sure his, I'd say his hips were on him and everything. Oh, yeah, yeah. And, like, you get to a point, do you remember Joanna Lumley, in fairness to her, she started getting offered all these roles of stunning blonde babe, and she was like, I'm not doing it. Yeah. Like, I'm 60-odd. You know what I mean? It makes no sense. This yeah. isn't a role for me. I can do any other... I can do any amount of roles. I'm a very talented actress. I'm not doing this. You think of this stage, Robert De Niro, tough guy, 45, pull... He's like, come on, Robert. Yeah. He just goes to show all of that CGI, you know, because that wasn't... That was not the big thing. That was the, the way thing. They, they were going to be able to... Age them through the process. Exactly. And, yeah. and make them younger when they needed to be... Yeah. You can make their face look a bit younger. I don't know what you can do with their hips. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. The knees are always going to wobble. They'll always, they're always going to let you down. Uh, I'd say... Um, right, so Scorsese... Oh, now, he's not a young man. Yeah, no, not, uh, not a significant birthday. No, 85. 78. <laughs> 78. <laughs> right, okay, come on. Let's bring this back. Played for your beloved Manchester United. Yes. Okay, maybe didn't quite hit the heights, but nonetheless had All his right. moments. Nanny is celebrating oh, his Nanny, birthday today. He? Yeah, And the only reason I included him is just so we can talk about that amazing football chant that oh. I think, I think was Fulham football fans yeah. to Nanny. <laughs> shit Michael Jackson. You're just a shit Michael Jackson. It's amazing. Oh, yeah. Oh, I think that might be one of my most favourite yeah. ever. My favourite football chant ever is um, still... Let's pretend Red- we scored a goal. Uh, that's... Oh, that's up there. That's the, is that Villa, is it? No. Is I can't it, remember who that either was. Either Villa or West Ham, is it? Yeah, I think let's it might. pretend we scored. That's absolutely amazing. And when I was reading Peter Crouch's book and he says that the fans, opposite opposite fans used to chant, Does the circus know you're here? Does the circus? Does the circus? Fantastic. Does the Love circus? It. Oh, it's so funny. Like, uh, I got to say, a nanny, like, ooh, now still, he's not long. Yeah, I mean, and I think he might be still be still playing. Oh, is he really? Somewhere in Portugal, yeah. maybe. That's your a, car, a car park somewhere at the back of his back of his house. Fairness, yeah. He's bordering on pension or football levels anyway, that's for sure. What like he's four he's probably in his forties, is he? No. No, he's not quite no, no. not quite down at thirty eight then. Thirty four. Oh you're joking. Yeah, yeah, thirty four. Jesus. Yeah. It feels like ages since he was around. Doesn't it? Yeah. Waiting for him to my God, it feels like he was around ages ago. It's gas, isn't it? Like a really good players, you go, my God, there's been that amount of time already. Nanny, you go, oh yeah, that's 10 years ago. Should have packed You're it like, in. It isn't. It isn't, you know. Right, and here's the other one that was your significant birthday for today. Uh, RuPaul. RuPaul? Yeah. Oh God. Very famous, RuPaul? very tall. Very tall RuPaul. American drag queen, of course. Uh, RuPaul's Drag Race. Which is a huge and brilliant show on telly. Uh, isn't there a second one? A Ru- RuPaul's Drag something else. I don't, I don't know, but anyway, Drag Race was the huge one. RuPaul's wasn't it? stock car, stock car race. <laughs> uh, I gotta say, yeah, just watch sixty. Yes, yes, happy birthday. Yeah, oh, well, that's, that's well done, well done. They handed it to me on a platter, and I still got it wrong. I swear to God, sometimes today's one of those days where I think eating with a knife and fork could be dangerous. Michael Jackson, the way you make me feel in honor of Nanny's birthday. Bit of Michael Jackson there. Yeah, happy birthday very much. By the way, Paddy was on to say apparently Nanny plays in the MLS now. Oh, of course, for all the old horses go there after a while, <laughs> don't they? That's where you go. It's never shaken that, has it? The old retirement ground. Not thing. really, no, not yet. Not for a long time, I don't Although think. China will probably take over now. 
You know the way the Chinese are throwing money at the Chinese football leagues are throwing money Yeah. But China will just do what it does with everything. It'll just accelerate to the point that all the best players in the world will be there. And maybe, it'll be much better than the Premier League and China, nobody will know about it. China might not bother needing to, to bring in, you know, old Premiership players or whatever. It might just do knockoff versions. The knockoff version yeah. of Ronaldo. Be like when no- you play Pro Evolution <laughs> Soccer. And here's Gammon Schneerer <laughs> next to Brian Greig. He's on the home of PJ and Jim waking up happy weekdays from 6am. <laughs> <laughs> what is wrong with you, Did woman? You have to blow your nose so loudly in the middle of my news bulletin. Yeah, he has to blow his nose very loudly. Oh, it's important. You got to clear the. You got to clear the depths. <laughs> I have the door open here. Well, I mean, if you're if you're so unprofessional, yeah. that you leave the door open. <laughs> my God, what do you expect? <laughs> my God, you could you could have heard anything. You want to hear what me and PJ were talking about? <laughs> I thought it was a brass band arriving in behind. Are you sure it wasn't? Are you sure it wasn't a? a, a Ship coming in or anything <laughs> into the port. It may exactly. Well Was that that's Jim? Were you not supposed to cure that with your nose job back in the summer? No. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah. Well, it's very important, you know, that you kind of keep uh, ch- uh, all channels uh, of communication and otherwise have to be kept clear. <laughs> <laughs> well, there's no doubt after that it's clear. <laughs> Absolutely. So what is the story with you this morning of a Tuesday? I know we're not all Tuesday fans necessarily, but... I hate Tuesday. And by the way, you never gave a butter index. Are we uh, going to, the butter index get... today is soft. Soft. Very, Excellent. very soft. Yeah, are warm, we going to get an official it? jingle for this? We should get an official. We, should, we need we an official jingle. Oh, I'm into that, yeah. Definitely I'm into that. To the tune of what? We need to take suggestions. We'll think of of some of the old uh, iconic um, butter adverts that maybe featured on television years ago. Do you remember the yellow mellow? The mellow yellow one? No. They call it mellow, like the song. Yeah, do you remember that? Yeah, they call it mellow yellow. I'm just mad about butter. <laughs> Butter's mad about me. I was hoping for something with a bit more zing, really. Oh, yeah, I suppose so. It is yeah. early, though. Do you know yeah. what I mean? Right, well, Joe, well, should we throw it open to the nation? Throw it open the to the nation. The wisdom of crowds. Absolutely. Yeah. For God's sake, they're far more <laughs> clever and intelligent well, than we'll ever be. Uh, correct. 87 If you think there's a good song to which we could set Tara's new Butter Index G, let us know this morning uh, on the old WhatsApp, and I'll just leave you with this. <laughs> Jeepers, that was a bad, yeah. That was only one nostril as well. Tears for fears, everybody wants to rule the world. Robbie Williams with Rock DJ just ahead of that. Actually, we have a story later on that involves Robbie Williams, and Robbie Williams didn't even know the story involved him. Well, did he not? Well, actually, maybe it's all a big cover-up with him involved in it. We don't mm. know, Jim. We'll share that with you after 7 o'clock this morning. Uh, also, of course, if you want to give us a shout, 87 Lots of people have. Elf Terry has been on, PJ. Morning, Elf Terry. It is the wife... Uh, is the wife. It is the birthday of his long-suffering wife. Oh, my God. Happy birthday to her, yeah. Linda, yep. Yeah. Uh, it's beautiful. Mrs. Linda is celebrating her birthday today. He wanted to give her lots of love and happy birthdays and stuff. And probably a happy Christmas. Just remember, Linda, he only likes your birthday because it signals in Christmas because he's <laughs> he's such a jolly old weirdo like that. <laughs> anyway. So have a great birthday, Mrs. Linda, Mrs. Linda Terry person. Uh, Mrs. Elf. Linda Elf, we'll have to call her. Mrs. Yeah. Linda Elf. Elf Linda, yeah. Yeah. Happy birthday to you, Linda. Also, uh, just in relation to uh, the jingle for Tara's Butter Index. Yes. Uh, a couple of suggestions. Selma was on uh, about that ad. Remember there was an ad called No Butts, It's Got to Be Butter. Oh, that does ring a bell, yeah. yeah. Now, I can't remember whether there was a song in I that. I can't remember. Or music in that, so we'll have to look that one up. Yeah, but I, I can't remember for the life of me. 
Especially very hard to write a song about butter, isn't it? Mm. You know what I mean? We get it's all, the most inspiring of Yeah, like we've subjects. all the slogans from the butter ads. Like, yeah. would you put the, put the butters and spuds, Andres? Remember, could you put the, put the butter and the spuds, Andres? Remember that fella? <laughs> yeah. And oh, who's taking a horse to France? Which is the weirdest butter <laughs> slogan ever because it's nothing to do with butter. <laughs> Nothing at all to do with butter. Right, one of the other suggestions then is from uh, Garrett in Limerick, who was on to say, whatever Tara's jingle will be, it'll have to somehow involve holidays. Yeah, holiday road or something. Yeah, it'll have to. <laughs> I know. Yeah. Uh, so we'll have to find a holiday holiday related tune. This is getting harder and harder. For the butter index. So there's, because there's not a lot of holiday butter songs written. Very in the few. Past, you know. Very few. Um, and loads of other people on. Um, uh, highlights the Butter Index theme uh, tune has to be to Scatman. Be bop bop butter bop. That's actually not bad at all. The butter bop from Collie and Arma. That's actually pretty good. Yeah, not bad at all. Not bad at all. Uh, anyway, listen. Oh eight seven one leave that one open if you're inspired. Maybe can we spread it? Yes, we can. <laughs> Isn't Not that? bad. Yeah, yeah, something in that, isn't there? You might, you see, I think you're going to have to think outside the box. If you're thinking specifically butter, you're, not you're, gonna get you're probably going to come a cropper. We need just a, something that butter index fits into the general melody of. Yeah. Oh, you know? I, I, do I'm normally I always I have to say. share this with people. I have to share this with people. We, we we do this a bit, right? So PJ and myself and Magic Mike and all that sort of stuff. We do this thing a bit where you know something comes up in the show and we ha- and we come up with a jingle for it. Yeah, like yeah. the hit bit and the breakfast table quiz and the various bits and pieces, right? And every single time, and I mean every single time we do it, our first we always end up. Managing to fit us into the one thing we played yesterday, you know, Stop the Pigeon? Oh, yeah, that's very true. And we've yeah. never been able to track down an instrumental. But for everything we've used. Well, uh, we've managed- so, like, even with this to be Butter Index, Butter Index, Butter Index. <laughs> it's a water only, totally spreadable, Butter Index. You know what I mean? It's so That's Chinese. a totally different song you just sang there. No, it isn't. <laughs> yeah, it's it's a, it, uh, butter index. Butter index. Butter index. <laughs> but we've done it, haven't we? We've done it with the hit bit. We've done it with breakfast table. Qu- all of those things. Oh, yeah, and we, yeah. And, and then we go looking for an instrumental version. Music, and we're like, can't find can't it anywhere. Find can't it. find it anywhere. <laughs> I don't know what it is. We're like, it's the one trick pony that never does the one trick now, it's supposed to do. Hang on a second. Here's one from Antoinette, right? I think it's Antoinette or maybe it's Paddy. No, I think it's Antoinette. What about uh, the Mock Turtles? Can you spread it? That's brilliant, yeah, <laughs> you see, yeah. now you're starting to think outside the box. Can you spread it? I don't yeah. think so, it's too cold. And by the way, you were singing the Pink Panther, not Stop the Pigeon. Stop the Pigeon. <laughs> it goes, Stop the Pigeon. It's the one and only truly original pigeon-headed yeah. thing so, in all. again, just to share something with you, normally we do these jingle things and then somebody asks PJ to leave the room because he keeps doing the wrong stuff. It's the one and only... <laughs> Border index and it's the same song anyway. That's close enough. I think so. Let's go right. to the Pink Panther then. <laughs> oh. Even if it is, stop the pigeon. Maybe it is. On the way, uh, in the next hour, but an hour's time, we are going to play on the hit bit. Uh, we didn't win on Double Money Monday yesterday, uh, so we're back to 500 euro, 510 euro. Uh, we're going to play for today on the hit bit. That's on the way in about an hour's time. If you want to check it out, classichits.e. Low score yesterday on the breakfast table quiz. We've only three to beat. That's to look forward to. And yeah. most importantly of all, PJ was at pains to say to me, Jim, don't forget, whatever you do, do not forget to tell them we have simply read tickets on the show every day. 
and we right. will be playing a Simply Red song for them to listen out for. Jim, make sure you tell them that, he said to me, didn't you? Liar! Eddie's classic from Duran Duran in Girls on Film. Eight and a half minutes past seven o'clock on this Tuesday. Thank you so much for waking up happy with PJ and Jim. 087 if you need to get in touch. Lots of people are going to be having a go with the old uh, hit bit. It's still brand new, really. I suppose it was only launched officially last Friday, but we've had a few guesses, and you can check it out, of course, on ClassicHits.ie. Yeah, it's up there. Have a listen to it, of course, any day on ClassicHits.ie, and you'll see the, uh, well, the handful of wrong answers yeah. so far. But in fairness, I think, I think, good for us. We managed to uh, we managed to get the money up a bit, didn't we, PJ? Yeah, so what are we on? 510 now. Yeah. Yes. We gambled our own money. Thank <laughs> God it wasn't won. And now we're hoping it does get won, which is a different thing altogether. Exactly. So 510 euros, what we'll play for in the brand new hit bit on the way before 8 o'clock this morning. Now. Now, uh, anyone who is a fan of Robbie Williams will know that Robbie Williams has a huge interest in the paranormal and in aliens and in all of that carry on um, John Ronson the author tells this great story about how he was contacted by Robbie Williams in order to, and to find the most haunted house he could find and stay a night and then of course it was all said, getting set up the owner of the house leaked it to the press it fell to pieces he's made movies in the past about uh, the paranormal and aliens and he stayed in a haunted ranch and all that but when did it start? Why did it start? What happened, Jim? Where did this budding interest come from? Nowhere? I doubt it. I doubt it. Right. And now we may have an answer. Uh, a man has claimed that he was abducted by aliens many, many years ago, back in 1999. A man called Russ Kellis. He's 57 years old. And he's told how he was abducted by aliens when he was walking in Bradford in 1999. Just before Robbie Williams showed an interest in the paranormal. And who did he meet on the spaceship? Robbie Williams. No way. This is when it started. Now we know the answer. This is what it is. Russ told the Daily Star. He was chatting to him. He says, obviously, he said, I was abducted by aliens. And the first thought on my mind was, where the hell am I? And I looked around and there was someone waiting behind me. And I looked at this young man and it was early in his career. So I wasn't sure if I recognized him immediately. <laughs> and I saw this young man and I said... Don't I know you from somewhere? And he replied, I don't know. But then an alien stamped his foot and says, Get back in line. Very English aliens, aren't they? Aren't they? Uh, Get back in line. He says, I didn't see him again after that, but I'm absolutely certain it was Robbie Williams. We only spoke (laughs) briefly, but it was definitely him. Definitely him. Oh, my God. You You know already, straight away, there's a bang of like, you know... There's a, 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 what do you call it, the image of Robbie Williams in a potato. I mean, it's like this is becoming one of those stories. Yeah. I'm nearly sure, I'm nearly certain it was him. Yeah, I'm, it's the Are you it's really? Yeah, and you, so you, not only do you want us to believe you were abducted by aliens, you want us to believe you met Robbie Williams or a person you think looked really, really, really like Robbie Williams. Definitely him, then. I've changed my mind. It was definitely him. Now that I think about it again, it literally couldn't have been anyone else. And you weren't in the back of a van after a few jars or anything. No. No. I was on a spaceship with Robbie Williams. There's no yeah. other explanation for what happened. None. That's uh, incredible. I have know. you ever met in person? Have you ever met any kind of like alien abductee oh my God. story oh, tellers? I've never met someone that says they were abducted. Right. But I've met people who were like who uh, believe. hunters and all of that. Yeah. Hunters? Uh, yes, alien hunters and all. Yes, that's what they would describe themselves as. Yeah. 
Wow. And I met a man... Because I have met the ghost ones. I've met a couple of ghost busters from yeah. Onto the Better World, yeah. But I haven't... I haven't, thank, I haven't. Well, okay, I do have one mate who is a bit of a sort of, you know, the truth is out there. You know, the alien... He thinks, you know... He very much believes in the whole idea of the aliens building the pyramids and oh, yeah. doing all that stuff. Oh, sure, I, mean? I told you before... And inventing mobile phones. All this, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, because that's what they want. To, they want us to be able to text each other when they're coming for us. That's the plan. I sure I told you about your man that I know that was telling me about the um, the aliens that come down, right? Remember I telling you about him? And they, and they, what they, they take the cows because they need, they can't have babies oh, in space anymore. Yeah, and they, the cows' reproductive organs are very similar to the aliens. Right. So they can use And he, he knows this how exactly again? Because Roosevelt made a deal with them back in the, in the 40s. Uh, that that would be a deal now, if Yeah you but again how, This guy knows it how Because if you go on to Google Earth This he told me this <laughs> You go on to Google Earth Right You can zoom in On the undersea silos Where they keep Where the aliens Work and all And keep an eye well, on Well you met a good one Didn't you what he knows everything about it. The truth is out there, you half wish. Don't you know that next thing you'll be telling me this man wasn't abducted with Robbie Williams. So yeah. has Robbie Williams come out and said, Yeah, I oh god now that you've mentioned it, I did have a I was abducted by aliens in about nineteen ninety nine. No, he we just know that that was around the time he started showing his um uh, you know belief in all of this sort of no. stuff as well. I must well. look up now he, when he released Angels. Yeah. <laughs> Now, Robbie Williams has claimed to see a UFO. Oh, and has he? Said, he? Yes, he has. Right. Many years ago, he said he was right from the inside, though. No, from the outside, he says. He says, Robbie Williams' exact words were, it was that close I could have bounced a tennis ball off it. It's very descriptive yeah. terms these lads use. Uh, so he said he could have bounced a tennis ball off it. And they asked him, was there any uh, you know, drugs or anything involved? He goes, no, no substance involved at all um, at the time. Um, and then he, uh, and that he uh, totally believes in it. We know, we know all of this. And he says since he had kids, though, he's never, the paranormal hasn't bothered him anymore. Aliens haven't come for him or ghosts right. haven't, he hasn't seen ghosts. They've lost interest in him. It's amazing that since he had four kids, he suddenly hasn't got a lot of time on his hands <laughs> to imagine. Imagine these things. Yeah. Amazing, you know. What a coincidence. Or maybe the, maybe aliens are just like anyone else, you know. Oh, he has kids now. Yeah, he can't yeah, up the yeah. house. He's God, I'm not going there. I'm not abducting him. Can you imagine the noise? You don't get attention. You're there going, te- Where? what's your name of your leader? Kevin, sit down, will you? I'm talking to the alien. <laughs> yeah. He'd be a great dad, though, wouldn't he? It'd be like that like that uh, Peter Kay ad that he does where it's like him, um, where the kid says, uh, I think there's a monster under my bed. And he says to him, no, there's no monsters under your bed. Don't be worrying about them. They're not real. It's the burglars coming in the window. They're the people you want to worry about. <laughs> That's the thing, isn't it? I mean, given a choice so, between aliens or burglars, who would you go for? I'll be thinking, I'll be thinking aliens aren't armed. And they, make, they normally make you forget about it. Ironic from Alanis Morissette. Almost 19 minutes past seven here at Classic Hits. Thanks for waking up happy with PJ and Jim. Uh, by the way, we should put it out there to see if anybody's ever had an alien encounter. They're not going to tell us now after we were such <laughs> slagging the hits, eh? I bet yeah, you. But yeah, no, why not? Some of these people, you know, encourage other convictions. They might well turn around and say, oh, I miss an alien. Well, have you ever seen something unexplainable even? Do you know that way? Yeah. Have you? Have I'm you sure ever seen something Me personally. But you live in Wicklow. Everything's unexplainable. <laughs> I saw a couple of sheep looking in the window of a hardware shop once. That's pretty unexplainable. <laughs> to be honest. But, but seriously, like, lots of people will probably claim the UFO sightings. Yeah, you, you know, would, because you don't because anything could be a UFO in that sense. Oh, yeah, a frisbee. Literally, you, by definition, if you don't know what it is, it's a UFO. And it's, fly, it's in the sky. It's a, it becomes a UFO, really, doesn't it?
Yeah, even if you work in air, air traffic control, the first time you see a plane on the screen, it's a UFO until you read the thing. What it is. Yeah. But listen, if you've had, yeah, if you've had any kind of, you know, encounter, a close encounter of the third kind, what does that actually mean? <laughs> of the third kind. I've never understood that. Like, yeah. you, what, what's the first two? What's the first two kinds? I'm not sure. You know what I mean? The third kind, you'd be like, okay, what's the first two? Is it dogs, people, aliens? So where the sheep come then? Sheep and Well, you've had, if you've had any sort of close encounter or any sort of alien contact, just out of curiosity, will you let us know? You know, and or if, if you're you, an alien listening to the listening to the show. Yeah, if you're one of the third kind. Yeah. Now is the time to come out and share it with us. We'd love to talk to you. Let's get you on the show. Be great. <sighs> Tell us why there's an ear on your back and how difficult it is to hide it all the time. Exactly. Or whatever it is aliens deal with. Oh eight seven one double eight triple zero eight. If you need to get in touch, Fred has gotten in touch. Not about aliens, but about uh, about the paranormal, about ghosts. Oh yeah. He says, lads, how do ghosts make love? They put the willies up each other. Ooh. <laughs> Very bold, Fred. I'm totally off topic. We're talking about aliens, Fred. About aliens. God's sake. There you go with filthy ghosts. They're the worst type of ghosts, actually. Guaranteed Irish running, keeping loving each day. Almost 7.28 here at Classic Hits. Thank you for waking up happy with PJ and Jim. Right, some of the uh, some of the responses we've had to our alien story. Yeah, indeed. Okay, yeah, well, yeah. first of all, encounters, close encounters of the third kind. Apparently, third kind is actual physical interaction. I was just reading that the first kind, apparently, is a sighting. Right. The second kind is it's something... It's when they text you. Well, actually, that would count as the second kind, believe it or not, because it's like anything they leave behind. So be it a text or sort of maybe footsteps in the grass or something like right. that. Yeah. Or, you know... Physical proof. Physical sort of, sort of thing, yeah. yeah. Uh, and the third kind is when you actually have an encounter with the aliens themselves. That's that's, that's the, the third, third kind. kind. Yeah. Excellent. Right, so that's okay. Um, also, uh, let me see, let me see. A few, a few people suggesting some alien songs that we should be playing. Uh, oh, brilliant. Which is fair <laughs> enough. We're getting really into this today. Uh, absolutely. Somebody else there gotten very all, all deep and philosophical. Lads, sure, if God is not from here, then he is an alien. And the Pope and the Vatican are alien worshippers. <laughs> Isn't that sort of the basis of Fantastic a, a, Scientology and all Is that not based Sort of kind of on that yeah. Although they say it isn't But it kind of Supposed to be it is Who knows There's uh, Look at that Guys I am an alien There you go I'm a legal alien I'm a Malawian in Dundalk oh, That's a great song Oh I'm Malawian Yeah You know that song The Englishman in New York That's, That Close really enough. works I'm from, Malawian in Dundalk From Kazembe Oh my god, that absolutely works. I that can't works. believe it. It actually works better than Bowie's version. Uh, somebody says, I uh, had an alien encounter when I was 10. My mother and father brought me and my brothers to the IMAX Centre to have pictures taken with Zig and Zag. Boom! Ah, oh, and what a great pair of aliens they are. The most favourite aliens in the world. And look, at here's the, this is something now that I'm surprised this didn't happen to you when you were a kid, PJ. Nora in Cork's been on to said, I've never seen an alien, but when I was a kid, I was the youngest of three, and my siblings convinced me I was adopted. And that I was an alien. Good lord. They said a UFO had dropped me off. What? Um, and, the, the- and that my parents had felt bad and taken me in. So upset, I asked my parents. <laughs> and they went <laughs> along <laughs> with it. Ah, that's brilliant, that is. <laughs> that's poor old Nora in Cork. Oh, poor old Nora in Cork. I wonder if she's made something, mate, who went to the jelly department of Almond Hospital. Blondie's Heart of Glass here at Classic Hits. Almost 22 minutes to 8 o'clock. Thank you so much for waking up happy with PJ and Jim. Hit bit on the way. 087-188-0008. English John filling in for Magic Mike this week. So uh, he's the man you need to impress uh, to get on and have your guests. 087-188-0008. And also a quick reminder, we still haven't played our Simply Red song. 
don't say anything. I'm not saying anything. I'm. Okay. It is the chance to win uh, simply uh, red tickets. You wanted proof of alien life. <laughs> I'll just leave it at that. Uh, October of 2021 is when the gig is the 6th I think of October let me just see if I can double check that yeah 6th of October 2021 is when the actual gig is we have tickets for you to win all this week they are on sale at the moment but every single day this week we have a pair of uh, Simply Red tickets for you to win you're just listening for the Simply Red song and when you hear us you need to just WhatsApp the word red and your details to 087-188-0008 and as if talking about Simply Red wasn't enough I didn't think you were going to be starting putting the music in now. I was quite happy to talk about the subject matter. Right. But this now, yeah, okay. Would you rather something else? Let me. Is there something else appropriate? I suppose I could have played the Late Late Show theme. Let me see if I have that instead. Have you instead. got um, David Bowie's classic hit, Walking on the Moon, by any chance? <laughs> I'd be into that at the moment. I think it would suit the show so far, considering we were talking about the aliens and everything. Yeah. You know? I'm just yeah. looking to see if I can give you a bit of the Late Late Show instead of... Um, since you're not a fan of Christmas music, even though we are talking about one of the most Christmassy things yeah, I know anybody could right. ever I, imagine. Yeah, I guess the Actually, music here, is appropriate. Would you rather a bit of the Late Late Show? I don't, go on, yeah, okay, then why not? Seeing as though you're there now. Right, okay, well then here, you can have a little bit of that if it makes you feel better. That's more like it. Sounds military and not crack. I've into that. Yeah. So, the Toy Show, it is arriving. The Toy Show next Friday, it will arrive after fears that it was going to be cancelled and axed completely and altogether. Uh, but it is absolutely confirmed, and Ryan Tubby has been talking about it. I love the way to do this again. The 47-year-old holds TV. <laughs> it's like, would you stop with the age? It doesn't make a difference. Um, but um, it will be like nothing you have ever seen before And that's because the times are like nothing we've ever experienced before No doubt about it uh, As a country, as a world He gets to be very dramatic Does I he? get very jealous of him when it comes to the toy show Because he gets to be so dramatic with stuff like this With the language and all, you know Yeah. Um, Although he does At the best of times he, he does get a bit that way anyway You know, yeah. whenever he's Even at the start of some of the normal shows It's kind of like, you know Yeah, no, yeah, kind of get that, Ryan You can let it go now these are you know we're all feeling it we're all yeah no I know yeah We've, it's been a while we're yeah. grand this is why I'll never you can roll into the it Late Late Show <laughs> pain in the arse you know, yeah, that's yeah. it you see now you'd be much more man of the people about it should look at well, what can you do huh? what can you do <laughs> well, I don't even think I'll interview the next fella we just we just listened to the music get an extra song out of the band uh, yeah. so, uh, so they have the plan of course for the toy show as of last year they had a big plan that was ready to go right uh, because the toy show was such a long running process uh, but of course it all had to be scrapped and abandoned uh, and replanned and everything again because of the COVID situation and because they can't have a big live studio audience mm-hmm. although I think there's going to be some studio audience element with the cast and crew of the show you know that way gotcha um, and there's going to be a home audience and all that sort of stuff and um, but they went to the music they're going to go with the musical team uh, so I don't the only thing I love the toy show even a grumpled skinskinel grumbly goat like me yeah I just don't think they'll get me on musicals but I say this every year and every year the toy show wins me over now what and do you mean by musicals because well, they had a big they, always, in, they, they had know, a big musical number at the start they had you know last year didn't they they had Ryan dancing and everything and it was a big choreographed number yeah. So is it just is that what you mean? Just the start, or you mean the whole thing is themed around around musicals? Yeah, it seems that way. Yes. <laughs> I, I mean, I love the toy show. I'm not going to knock the toy show. I never would. Uh, and my sister works on the toy show. Right. Well, yeah, they say that being tight-lipped is really putting us. Because I was about to ask you, like, how are they dealing with the the 
social distancing thing like are oh. people reviewing things in their own home or something oh, or there'll be a bit of that going on yeah right uh, but uh, she won't tell me anything like it's top secret like, yeah. like it's proper top secret I'm yeah well I mean to be honest with you there's two ways of looking at that right, on the one hand yes it could be top secret and she's deliberately keeping it, everything under wraps or there could be the fact that you never speak to her <laughs> you never phone you never well, call round. I, well, I called around by pure accident last week. She was in work, and I was in work. I was happened to be in her workplace in RTE. Yeah. So I went down to the to the um, costume department, and I think I was probably in the way and not welcome, you know, and all that. Even though yeah. I had my mask and everything, you know, because you showed up and she went, "Oh my God, what's wrong? Nothing's wrong. I'm just here." Uh, something's obviously You never show up What's wrong Yeah What's that to happen Is, is there, everybody okay Is there any chance You could dress me up Like Dottie O'Shea For Deirdre's show And she did uh, So I was down there And I was chatting to her Like toy show was on they're, yeah. in, they're like right They're pretty much Nearly finished now I think actually A lot of the costumes And all And I was there What is it Nothing What are you doing Tight lipped What's the plan What way is the night Going to run Mm-mm, nothing. Wow. I mean, it's like top secret. Sworn like, to secrecy. It's like going out. It's like going out with someone. You don't go out with your sister. That's weird. It's like uh, <laughs> it's like your sister is a member of the of the FBI or an alien or something like that. Yeah. It's or a weird. Scientologist. Or a Scientologist. Uh, what I do love about the Toy Show, though, in fairness, is they do always surprise us. No matter who you are. Yeah. No matter who you, there's always going to be that sort of. Oh, you fucking made me cry again. <laughs> I was enjoying me quality streets. I was all. Gloating, and now you're after bringing out the kid that said the thing. So do you do you sit there and watch it? I was hiding in a box and he jumped out at the last moment. Do you sit there with the dogs I watching do. it? Yeah, I do. Yeah. Waiting for like when they bring when they have the section on on dog toys and dog treats for Christmas. Do you never do that? <laughs> and I have to say, Jim, both me and the girls are always very disappointed. Classic hits. And now the hit bit with Supermax hitting the right notes with a 100% fresh festive five ounce now that's tasty and tempting hit bit it's a bit of a really famous hit it's a bit just a bit from a classic hit but what hit is it hit bit the classic hit bit the all new classic hit bit is back 510 quid is what we're getting out of the traps with properly after the very big high gambling big stakes yesterday. Uh, getting out of the traps. Here's what it sounds like. And Tracy Corcoran and Cork is going to go first this morning. Hiya, Tracy. Hey, how are you? Not too bad at all, Tracy. How are you, more importantly? Not too bad, thanks. What's your plans for the day ahead? Working. Oh, <laughs> joys of it. You said it you- with such enthusiasm. <laughs> yeah, are you working from home, Tracy, or are you actually heading out? I'm heading out. Well- Where are you going to? <laughs> I'm going to Bandon. All right. What's okay. in Bandon? <laughs> yes. <laughs> what is in Bandon? What do you do? Um, I work in an engineer's office. All oh, right. Okay, uh, yeah. he, I, he's, I'd say he, when he's greeted with this enthusiasm every day, it must be the, the correct. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're delighted to have you along, Tracy, and we'd love to give you five hundred and ten quid. What do you think? Is it Tom Petty learning to fly? Let's right see. here, uh, English John in the chair this week. Tom Petty learning to fly, John. Well, it was a petty good guess. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Tracy. Ah, that's not bad at all. <laughs> Thank you. It's you're, not right. You're lucky. You're, you're lucky. You got a generous laugh from Tracy. I there. thought you know, that, that was great. great. <laughs> <laughs> I assume it's not right. It's not right. Oh, Sorry. Thank you. Sorry so about much. that, Tracy. Have a great day. Have a Thank good you. one. Cheers, bye. Tracy. Bye bye. Uh, Lisa in Dublin is up next. Hi, Lisa. Hi. How are you keeping? Not so bad, Lisa. How are you getting on? What's your plans for the day? Working as well, unfortunately. The joys of it. Are you in the commute or are you in there already? No, I work from home, so I do, yeah. All right. Are you one of these people? Does it suit you or are you mad to get out? 
I'm mad to get back to the office, to be honest. <laughs> oh, are you really? Yeah. It's yeah. mad, that isn't it? The difference the in The amount people. of people who, who can't wait to get back to work. I know, I know. It's so it's weird, easy. isn't it? You Normally you can't wait to get out. You miss, you miss human interaction. <laughs> Yeah, some people yeah. do. Oh, I don't I've know, heard, yeah. It depends on who those humans are, Lisa. To be perfectly honest <laughs> true, with you. True. <laughs> right, Lisa, five hundred and ten euro. What do you think? Um, is it the Frank and Walter Walters after all? Oh, oh what a song! Yeah, that'd be amazing if it was that, isn't it? Oh, Big favourite on this show. Is. Yeah, yeah. Great song. I'm gonna be Frank. After all that waiting, <laughs> it wasn't right. <laughs> oh, stop. Uh, John, okay. you are winning the pawn battle with my mile. That yeah. was double up. Clear? And yeah. he's always proper highbrow. There's always a bit of intellect to there us. There is. I'm oh, into yeah, it. Yeah, 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 come on. <laughs> <laughs> Don't build us up on Tuesday. <laughs> Lisa, have a cracking day. Take care of yourself. You too. Thanks. Bye, Lisa. Thank you. Bye bye. Right, so it's uh, rolling on to Niall Boylan. Half past one today. Another shot at 510 euro on the hit bit. I'm loving John's puns. Mike right. has an awful hard act to follow. Imagine the abuse he's going to get on Monday again. <laughs> Summer is 60. Of course, from Brian Adams, eight minutes past eight o'clock here at Classic Hits. Thank you so much for waking up happy with PJ and Jim, Tuesday, 17th of November. A couple of things to remind you of. Uh, we still haven't played our Simply Red song. Remember, we're giving away uh, tickets to see Simply Red, 6th of October of 2021. And uh, we've got a pair of tickets. They're on sale at the moment. We have a pair of tickets for you to win every single day. You're just listening for the Simply Red song. When we play our Simply Red song, and only then, you can WhatsApp the word red and your own name and details. Oh, fantastic. To make to sure. To Please don't miss this, because we'd hate to be giving these away next week as well. Well, if you keep talking over the number, they will miss it. Oh, eight seven one double eight triple zero eight. Thank you. you. Don't miss it. You know what to do. I'll hand deliver them. <laughs> and also, of course, breakfast table quiz. We've a cracking prize on the breakfast table quiz this week. Very cool piece of kit uh, for Christmas. And uh, there's a score of only three to beat, which is the real enticement at the moment. I know it's still a prop. I don't want to be mean now or anything, but it's what the lowest score we've had in the breakfast table for quiz a for a long time. So yeah, you can absolutely. get in there. Now, I mean, obviously, before 2020 landed its pile of stuff on us right, yes. and became the year that it has become uh, you might remember a few years back now if memory serves which in my case it very very rarely does but if memory serves I think it might have been maybe 2016 was it that year when all of the celebrities it seemed to be like yes. a really a really bad year for celebrities passing that's right I think it was was yeah. it 2016 oh I'm not sure but it was there was one after another Bowie mm. and Prince and everybody or maybe I'm better going to stop naming names because you know what I'm going to do exactly what this story is about <laughs> exactly because I tell you as bad as that entire year may have been it was nothing like this particular day yesterday do you ever get nervous in your job Jim do you ever read the news story and go that could be me that's me right there now. I could be in this amount of trouble. So a radio station in France has apologised after yesterday. They announced the obituaries of so many people, very famous people. What a day yesterday was for this newsreader. Until they found out every single person they read is still alive. So they read out the obituaries to... Like, they read out the obituaries, the, uh, you know, they uh, imagine. Like, it went into their thing, so they were like, unfortunately, in a day uh, of great tragedy, Clint Eastwood has died... Pele has died. Bridget Bardot is now dead. The Queen of England has died. Surely after what? a few of these, you would have gone. I'm a bit... Uh, Are you saying somebody went on the air and did this? Oh, yeah, yeah. They announced They announced the death of all these people. Uh, yeah, yesterday. Radio, Fra- in- Radio France Internationale announced the death of all these people yesterday. All of them are still alive. So obviously they've been asked, well, what How happened? many did they do? Oh, loads of them. They did, um, what else is that? Uh, Jimmy Carter, uh, Ayatollah Khomeini, 
and uh, Cuba's Raul Castro. They went through a huge one. Bernie Tapie, who was apparently is a very famous French businessman. They did a whole load of them. A whole they just load of them. In the one bulletin, listed and off listed these people. They listed them all off, yeah. Like, yeah, so they, you know, when you, nowadays you put news out there as well. You put it on your website and everything too. And uh, you can't take news back. People have a laugh at it and they screenshot it and it goes everywhere. Uh, so they have had to say, look, we offer our apologies to the people concerned uh, and to you who follow and trust us. Not anymore. <laughs> Not anymore. So guess what happened here is a lot of radio stations, what they do is they... They pick rather elderly celebrities and they write, they sort of pre-write their... Yeah. You know, That's a, it's a recognised thing in the media, whatever. A lot of, we lots don't of, do it here, though. Well, a lot of newspapers would have sort of, let's just say, would have the facts lined up. Well, yeah, isn't that terrible? Just that, in case. Isn't that awful that you walk around mind your own business, like Clint Eastwood and, you know, all these people, Pele, Bridget Bardot, they're all yeah. mind their own business. And all the news outlets are just can't wait for them to be dead. They've already written the story. Pretty much. They've already written it. And they're just waiting to fill in the blanks, the time and place, and send it out. Uh, so the radio station, where they were changing their software, they were changing over to new software, whatever, uh, and there was a glitch somewhere along the line, and then somebody saw it and went, whoa, I can't believe all these deaths, and sent them to the news desk. And then the news desk, or whoever was on in charge, some probably some poor intern or something, sitting there going, can't believe it, runs to the microphone. Shocking news. Clint Eastwood, the Queen, the Ayatollah, Bridget Bardot, they're all dead. Oh my oh, god. It's like this, that uh, house song. This has a smack of the old um uh, anchorman thing. I know it does. Bur- yeah. Like literally reading anything that's put in front of you. I know it does. Well, surely at some stage somebody smells a rat and goes, Hang on, so well, seriously, Clint Eastwood, the Queen, Bridget Bardot, well, Ayatollah think- Homie, all on the same day. Well, this might surprise you, Jim. I've tended to say some infactual things or no way every so often and I can assure you I have relied on your every word well I can assure you Jim the WhatsApp messages in France are probably just as quick as they are here uh, and yeah you, you find out very very fast when you've made an in, when you, a non-factual statement very very fast so That's, they must have been swamped oh my god their whatsapps and text messages and emails and, they, and their facebooks and everything else it must have been absolutely swamped with the with people just going Clint Eastwood they're not dead you half wits that's what I love about I don't know if the French are the same as the Irish though that's what I love about this show I say something like maybe I say something not that I ever did like uh, maybe I'll attribute a great sting song to David Bowie or something like that you know uh, yeah something to that effect and yeah. then straight away the messages come in you absolute clown you complete half wit for God's sake check what you say well, I'm you know, sure it's the same. I'm sure there's plenty of sacre bleu. I mean, yeah. I mean, I could call my way here in two Parlez facts. Parlez Yeah, yeah. It could do, yeah. Probably is a load of all of that. But I mean, what's the fun, what's the fun in doing That must facts? be the worst. That's what the news That must be for. the worst one ever. I mean, there's lots and lots of times where individual mistakes have been made and somebody has been announced and, you know, had to respond by saying, I'm sorry to disappoint you, but I'm very much alive. Do you know what gets but, me? But I mean, an entire list in the one bulletin. Yeah, but what gets me is they're separate bulletins. Right? Oh, so I'm somebody would have gone, in entertainment news today, Clint Eastwood has died, Bridget Bardot has died, the Queen of England has died, and Pele has unfortunately left the world in politics. Um, Jimmy Carter has died, <laughs> Rel Castro has died, the Ayatollah has died. Surely after, maybe, I don't know, 11 deaths, you would have gone, Jesus, there's an awful lot of death in the news. Uh, what the... Maybe just sure there's nothing else. Sonny could feel so good. 18 minutes past eight here at Classic Hits. Couple of um, couple of WhatsApps in PJ after that story about that 
French radio station announcing, um, falsely announcing yes. so many people's deaths. Um, one of those names you mentioned, a guy called Ber- Bernard Tapie. Yeah. Uh, apparently a French uh, businessman. Is that what you said? Yeah, a very famous French businessman by all accounts. Yeah, somebody has... Um, let me just see if I can give you a name for this person. Alan has WhatsApped in to say, apparently that's the third time they've announced Bernard Tapie's death. He's had his own obituary read three times and the man is still very much alive. Isn't that gas, isn't it? Some people get that, don't they? Some That's people a like shocker. Just, I know, yeah. It's, it's terrible. It almost feels... It must be, if you're one of those people, you must feel like, these people really are looking forward to me being Absolutely. dead. Absolutely. He must be thinking to himself, what is going... What's yeah, with the rush to get me into the... Bo- what is going on here? So what do they do that they're like, they can't wait to get these press releases out? Like, they, they really want me to hear that I'm dead yeah. when I get into the car in the morning. Yeah. Tara was just... Uh, popped her head in there to tell me that... Um, Apparently there was a situation, certainly not here, because obviously everybody associated with this radio station deals <laughs> at such a high level of professionalism that it would never happen here. Indeed. But in a previous incarnation, she remembers having to apologise for yeah. somebody making an announcement that the Pope had died, yeah. when in factual fact they hadn't. No, he was just, wasn't well, feeling well, well at the well, time. Well, whatever. But she had to go on and uh, clarify that the Pope has not that must be an extraordinary bulletin to do. Imagine what that the French radio station had to do that is actually making the news that somebody hasn't died. I know. Yes, in uh, News Today, Clint Eastwood, the Queen, yeah. Bernard Tapie. Jimmy Carter, Bridget Bardot. <laughs> have not Have not died. Have, and then they'll probably sneak one in by accident and Elvis Presley are all completely and very much alive. Yeah, money's too tight to mention. Simply Red here at Classic Hits, almost 8.28. Thank you so much for waking up happy with PJ and Jim. Simply Red, our Simply Red son, that is it. Uh, for today, that's what you were listening out for. Remember, the idea is that every single day this week on the show, we have a pair of uh, tickets for you to win to see Simply Red. 6th of October of 2021 is the actual gig date. Uh, PJ enjoyed that so much that he physically left his studio while that was playing. Tell you're going straight Welcome. into the news. Welcome back. Tell you're going straight into the news. I was there not, not having any of that. Anyway, God so the uh, 6th of October 2021 is the gig. Uh, the uh, tickets are on sale now, but of course we have them for you to win every day this week. Do you want to give us our winner? Oh, no. Okay. I who it is. Well, I'll give it out. to you then. I don't know what's going on. What do you thought you do it? Dave Welton in Cork. There he is. I can see him in red now. Happy very much, Dave Welton. I hope you have a great night. Absolutely. And of course, we've had more pairs every day this week. It just when you hear the Simply Red song, you WhatsApp the word red and your name and details to 087 I cannot believe you physically got up and left. You normally go straight into the news. I was while, there, I'll go and have While it. Simply Red was playing. Well, it was hard to go and sit here now in fairness. Dear, oh dear. Dave, if you're all right after that gig, don't worry. We can provide counselling and everything. 832. Now, Barry's Balloons are the people who have provided us with our prize on the breakfast table quiz this week, but it's not really a balloon-related prize. <laughs> Although, <laughs> can I tell the story? Which? That, that um, when um, Mike came in, we were doing the little video that you may have seen. It's up on our social media at the moment. It's on Facebook and Instagram and Twitter or whatever of PJ and myself watching uh, the guy from um, uh, Barry's Balloons put this special Christmas tree, pre-lit Christmas tree, the three-minute tree together for us. Yeah. Right? And uh, afterwards, I was talking to PJ about it, saying that was really impressive, wasn't it? Yeah, absolutely. And um, he said that <laughs> you thought he was going to be making a tree out of balloons. Well, I thought he was going to make a balloon tree. The bal- I was just told the balloon man is coming in to do a three-minute Christmas tree. I was like... With a weird display, this is going to be. What's he doing? What is he even? 
I was like, what, like, is there a reason for the balloon man to do this? Does he just want to show off his skills? What's see, the point see, you, thought, you thought we were going to uh, going out to watch a guy like those clowns do with their... Yeah, I was like, what is Magic Mike letting this fella into shoot? This is not an essential service. You know what I mean? I fell out there... Making a Christmas oh. tree. I was like, this is the weirdest thing I've ever had to do with brilliant. my job. Absolutely brilliant. Yeah. But no, it is not that. What this is, is really cool. If you haven't seen the video, as I say, check it out on our Facebook page, uh, on our Twitter, on our Instagram. It is the guys from Barry's Balloon, and they have this thing. It's a three-minute pre-lit Christmas tree. Literally, from the time you take it out of the box till the time it's fully finished on display with 1,500 lights takes only three minutes. It, it's impressive to see, isn't it? Not as impressive as a fellow who would make an entire Christmas tree out of balloons in three minutes, but very impressive nonetheless. So if you want to get your hands on it, and I recommend you do, four is the score to put you into the lead in the breakfast That's table. incredible, but isn't it? It is. Again, not as incredible as a balloon tree. 87 8 Robbie Williams, let me entertain you almost 22 minutes to 9 o'clock if you're having a bash at the breakfast table quick. It's a quiz, rather. It's only three to beat. 087-188-0008. English John is standing by. Filling in for Magic Mike this week. 087-188-0008. Let him know if you want to play on the breakfast table quiz. Uh, if you're with us uh, right at the start of the show this morning when we do the celebrity birthdays, you'll know that Danny DeVito yeah. is celebrating his birthday today. Uh, often famed, of course, not just for his wonderful acting, but his um, diminutive size. His small stature, yeah, yeah you would definitely stature. say so. And it seems that um, there's been a new study that shows the Danny DeVitos of the world, uh, or shorter people in general, are going extinct. Wow. That uh, all people are going to soon be tall people. Uh, or I suppose if that happens, then they're not considered tall people. Uh, but you know what I mean? Uh, it looks like, you know the way that people, humanity is constantly evolving. Is what it comes down to. You know, we're changing all the time, and when we're whereas once we looked like, um, you know, half hairy gorilla type characters munching sticks in the in the wild. Some of us still do. Now I can think of a few offhand. <laughs> I you knew know. there was a dig coming. What are you talking about? No I knew there was some you. sort of silverback comment coming. I never said anything like that in the woods. Anyway, it wouldn't matter anymore. You've shaved this week. You've ruined it. <laughs> Uh, so, but they're now saying tomorrow's uh, tomorrow's woman, for example, uh, tomorrow's woman is uh, short, uh, is is short, but not as short, if you know what I mean. Smaller than the tomorrow's man, right? Has a small head. Her narrow mouth sits beneath prominent cheekbones. Um, or, uh, they enter menopause, or will enter menopause at a later stage than um, you know their, our grannies now would. And tomorrow's man is taller, less inclined to become a heavy smoker than today's model. Well, with the price of fags now, in fairness. <laughs> yeah. You know, and the yeah. fact that we know how bad they are for you. That's why yesterday's man was what. <laughs> Yeah, that's probably why yesterday's man wasn't that tall. Probably, yeah. You know what I mean? In fairness, the healthy steaks, what we used to think was good for us. Yeah. And, and we now know. Like the fact that, the, you know, well-known beer companies would say one of these a day is good for you now. You know, well, you hadn't a clue. Uh, but they, they reckon that's the direction we're evolving in. But it's not without its controversy. So other scientists are saying, uh, no, I don't believe that. We've actually hit the human buffering point of evolution that we won't evolve anymore. Because basically life is too easy for us to, for our bodies to bother evolving. That's a good point, actually. That we isn't don't. It? We're not in we the spent world. our whole lives trying to make our lives easier. Yeah. We, we we seem to put so much effort into doing less 
creating machines to do things for us. Yes. That we will end, if it keeps going, we would end up literally just being some weird misshapen blob on a couch somewhere with everything else. Actually, I, sorry, I, I, I'm that at weekends. I but you know what I mean. Actually, yeah, you see, they're out there like that. Uh, so 12 years ago, this guy, Steve Jones, apparently he's one of the world's leading experts when it comes to genes and evolution. And he's an emeritus professor. And that's such a high level of professor. I have no idea what it is. And he uh, he's the one that's saying we've hit the buffering point that we, years ago when we were, when we were sort of Gorilla-like people with big jaws. We needed them to chew down sticks and stuff, but we learned to cook, and now mm. we don't need to do that anymore. So we've evolved to have Unless, of course, it's your turnip. Unless it's my turnip. Oh yeah. my God, Almighty! That yeah. thing. You would still need Neanderthal jaws to eat one of your turnips. I would just say, <laughs> much like the man with the Christmas tree balloons. It wasn't explained to me properly how much you had to cut up a turnip. I imagined a pot, a turnip, water, boil, grand. Yeah. I didn't think, you want to sit, I went through about three buckets of water boiling that turnip. <laughs> Evaporation was unbelievable. And the still was hard. By the way, somebody's just WhatsApped in to say that, um, what did you say, that he was an em- emeritus? Emeritus, yeah. yeah. That just means retired. <laughs> so he was at it a long time then. According right. to somebody. Anyway. Is that what that right. is? Emeritus. So please continue. Right. Consider so. myself an emeritus stand-up comedian <laughs> from now on. That's got a nice ring to it. It does, doesn't it? So basically, the, the people of tomorrow, the people of the future. Yes. There's, there's controversy over whether we will continue to go on this path we're on. Exactly. So. Or whether we've actually hit the end of the road. So here's what happened. So they did that um, a, a study about what we will look like. Mm-hmm. Then somebody says, what about Steve Jones and his um, findings? He's an emeritic uh, professor. <laughs> you know, he's got a merit. Yeah, he has a suit made. No, he has an emeritic watch and all to prove he knows what he's talking about. Right? So now, uh, a, a different guy, again, from Flinders University in Australia has taken a different view. And he says, uh, we are indeed still absolutely evolving. Um, and he, um, but he doesn't really tell, he, he says our faces are getting shorter, but our bodies are getting longer. This fella has a great idea. Oh, my God. Like. He has a so we're going to end up like those, those that, what's what, that tribe that used to do the shrunken heads thing? I don't know who they were. <laughs> the Emeritus tribe of <laughs> South America, was it? The Emeritian... Yeah. Let's, the, let's, the, move, the, let's move on The Emeritian Indians. Forget Is that I, who it was? Forget I mentioned it. They're, the, they're all retired now. But basically Their what heads I'm, are so small they couldn't take a bit. What I'm hearing from your story is that despite all of this research and yeah. these emeritus uh, professors and whatnot, nobody's any the wiser or knows for sure. Yes. One thing everyone can agree on is there is a lot of humans nowadays born with an extra artery in their arm. Some people say it's an evolutionary thing. Yeah, an extra artery in your arm. Yeah, so that maybe that's going to be something that we don't really know what it is yet, as it's a maybe, part of our body that's developing. Maybe it will evolve into what you know. Your the thing that you've always aspired for. Maybe isn't there? A, a, you know, when anybody has ever said to you, "Would you ever consider plastic surgery?" You've said absolutely. Yeah, yeah. So if there was one thing about your body you could change, what would it be? And I says, I'd love an extra elbow because. You know the way on my right arm now, like you know. So yeah. I'd like to move this one higher up and move the other one lower down. Because sometimes when I'm sitting on the couch and I'm watching telly, I drop things behind the radiator. It's very hard to pick them up. I have to get up. Whereas I had an extra elbow, I'd be able to just bend it and pick it up like that. Yeah. I'd even let them take the elbow out of my left arm and put it into my right arm. Really? So not even an extra one. Just one <laughs> less on this arm and two on the other. Very hard. Breakfast table quiz. It's time for the breakfast table quiz. Win the best prize out there is Try to get the biggest score Hope the next call gets some more It's a breakfast table quiz 
The Breakfast Table Quiz with Kilmartin Educational Services. In class or online, learn and revise safely and get ahead with Julie's CKES.ie. So a prize this week, as you know, uh, courtesy of Barry's Balloons, they've given us this seven and a half foot pre-lit three minute Christmas tree. Okay, so basically it's literally box to display from the time you take it out of the box until it's fully finished with 1500 lights on it, fully constructed, all that sort of stuff. It's less than three minutes. If you don't believe us, you need to check out the video. Uh, if you check it out on their uh, social media pages, Facebook, uh, Instagram, uh, Twitter, all that sort of stuff, you'll see it happening before your very eyes. In fact, the construction of the, of the tree takes about 30 seconds. Yeah, it's ridiculous. I mean, the quick. three minutes to includes taking it out with a box and everything. And oh, considering it's all made out of balloons, it's amazing <laughs> to see how it happens. It's not made out of balloons. But it is the people behind Barry's Balloons that are uh, behind this. So if you go to barryballoons.ie, or Facebook at Barry's Balloons. Uh, you can check it all out there. They are still taking calls and uh, orders, and de- they are doing deliveries, of course. They do deliver these as well, and it's all with the usual kind of uh, appropriate COVID safety protocols and all that sort of stuff still in place. And there's not just the seven and a half foot version, there are larger versions, there are slimline versions, there are ones with more lights, up to 1800 lights, all of that sort of stuff. All of the details either on their website, uh, Barry Balloons ie or on Facebook at Barry's Balloons and you can uh, you can check it all out there. Yes, you absolutely can. And four is the score to beat on the breakfast table quiz this morning. So you should get into the lead today and Mairead Coffee. How are you getting on, Mairead? I'm very well, TJ. I'm not too bad at all, yeah. So what's so your plans good. for the day? Um, nothing really. Um, bring up the dog for a walk now. I'm just pulled you in. So if you're here embarking because he's getting excited. Ah, fantastic. Oh, right. Of course, right. he's, I, I, I know how excited dogs get about balloons, so I don't know. you worry about it. Absolutely. And, uh, you know, having PJ here, I know how excited, you know, at the prospect of a walk. That's <laughs> don't say the word if the dog is listening. You'll have to go down and do it yourself, Jim. That they get. Anyway, yeah. listen, uh, Mairead, um, contrary to what PJ was there trying to make it harder for you, it's only three to beat. Oh, sorry, three. For you. Oh, it could make all the difference. Could you? So four is what will put you into the lead. (laughs) So are you ready to give it a bash? We'll give it a go, yes. Why not? Right, 60 seconds to get four or more. Here we go. Singapore Sling and a margarita are both types of what alcoholic drinks? A cocktail. A dentist treats what part of the body? Teeth. John Osborne is the vocalist for Black Sabbath, but he's known by what other name? Ozzy Osborne. What nut is the middle of a Ferrero Rocher? Hazelnut. A high street shop that specialises in selling meat is known as a what? Butchers. What country is Brie cheese from? Uh, France. Yeah, in the fairy tale Goldilocks, um, what food did she eat? Porridge. Yeah, what A is the name given to the fruit of an oak tree? Acorn. What is the capital of Iceland? Uh, yeah, I'll give you that. Yeah. Who painted the Mona Lisa? Uh, da Vinci. Who plays Del Boy Trotter and Only Fools and Horses? Uh, Jason. No, no, it's David Jason. Pork, okay, apple, please. and mince are all types of what bakery product? Sorry, what was that, PJ? Pork, apple, and mince, they're all types of what bakery product? Uh, pastry. It's a pie. How many valves does the heart have? Four. Yes, we'll give you that well one anyway, Jay. Well so you done. did very well. Very My well, God, right. we, were, we were nearly going to extremes there from very low to very high. I'm telling you, uh, yeah. That was so good. That was really good going, Mar- uh, Mar- 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 
and Ooh, then we you know the answer yeah and then it's just it was only just that little blip in there around David Jason and the pie and stuff otherwise it would have been a huge score but anyway 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6 7, 8, 9, 10, 11 yeah I can't believe I can't get his name out because I know him so well I know but that happens you get so familiar with something you know and yeah. it just won't come 11 yeah. is what you did Mairead well done you Oh, that's good. I'm delighted. It's great. Absolutely. Score. Nothing to be ashamed of there. That's a cracker. Anyway, listen, yeah. Mairead, have a good day. Take care of yourself. Thank you. You Cheers. too. Cheers. Thanks, Mairead. Kind. Take care. We love you Bye-bye. too. <laughs> <laughs> right, Bye. so 11 is the new score to beat. That's a bit more like it. That's a bit of a challenge for now people, PJ. You've been listening to the PJ and Jim in the Morning Catch-Up Podcast. Catch PJ and Jim live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 a.m. on Classic Hits.